It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. The three sailors sort of back away really quickly and the crate just shatters and the top flies off and rising up out of it is this silvery humanoid form with a flat mirror-like face and it holds this orb up in one hand right above it and turns and looks at Zinla. Uh, That's not good. I cast Mage Armor immediately. <laughs> uh, oh no, where's the thing? I bet it's horrifying, because nothing in this game with Arcana of the Ancients isn't. Yeah, as as Nerestos backs up and I'm hearing these thumps as it's exploding, I'm definitely casting Mage Armor on myself. Yeah, I would have like put a hand on, on Zinla's shoulder and been like, uh, don't think this is a good place to be right now. No, that looks so bad. Haven't we seen one of those before? No, that's maybe, brand new. Maybe you oh, have some nightmares. I thought maybe there was some in the Oge. With the Oge. Oh, fuck the Oge. God damn it. I fucking hate that place. <laughs> uh, roll initiative. Okay, the turn order is in. Wait, does it look like the guy who had the hood that I shot in the face with my arrow and didn't have a face and then knew secrets about us? No, that was more like a porthole. This is definitely like a mirror. All right. Well, that guy was cool. He said stuff about us that uh, made me confused about our lives. You know things you shouldn't. He did. Yeah. He knew about my hunting trips in the, in the woods with my family. How come you my never brought goodness. flowers back for your mother? She liked them. No, that wasn't wow, me. Wow, guilt tripping you too. Jeez. Was that me? <laughs> yeah, it was on your um, hunting trips out to the Parchwood with your father. How come you never brought flowers back for your mother? Oh, God. That upsets me that you remember that, that vividly. <laughs> that and, was like and what does the ancient machine ago. say again? He said something to the captain? Or just looks at her? No, it looked at Zinla. Uh, just it actually. Me. I mean. Oh, it, no, it looked at Zinla. Just it, being scary. It, we're going we're gonna to retcon that a little bit because uh, Norestos and Zinlo were moving back as things were happening. Uh, the creature is going to turn and look down at the sailor that's right in front of it. Melting its face off. Ark of the Covenant right now, style. As far as Norestos knows, uh, Zinla is just like a person. Like just an associate. You know, with no sort of battle capability. So he's like, I don't think maybe now would be the time... The box is thumping. Uh, that could only mean one thing. Okay. So, 
this creature bursts out of the crate. The crate explodes. It rises up like Terminator style. Um, it's got the shiny silvery body like the T-1000. And it holds up this orb that begins to glow with a silvery blue light. And then it takes its second hand and slams it into the orb. Norestos gets to go first. I rolled a 15 and I'm winning? Yes, sir. I was not expecting that. Excuse me while I decake myself. Um, Norestos has call lightning up. And uh, Zinla has mage armor on. Very nice. Man, sorry, my third page of notes from this session. Merrick. Why? It says when you cast this spell, a bolt of lightning flashes. Does that happen now? Yeah, let's just do it now. Okay. So I finished casting the spell. Simultaneously. Mm -hmm. uh, so I call it down right on the creature. Okay. I need it to make me a dexterity saving throw. No, that's a 12. Suck my lightning! 17 points of lightning damage. Out of a clear, warm sky, a bolt of lightning shoots down onto the silvery creature in the middle of the dock, and people around, which were just stunned at first, begin screaming and starting to stumble away. Would you like to do anything else? Uh, where am I? I'm there. What did I do? Run into a crowd of people? Okay. I put stuff between me and the thing. <laughs> All right. And you can see as you're sort of moving that direction, the uh, the blackish green stones all crumble to dust. Oh, fuck. There's huh. no way that's good. Sumi's turn. <laughs> like his orb consumed it? No, like they're turning into something else. Oh. Yeah. Patrick, go. What's up, girl? Pick a cool flying creature. Could be mythical, could be not. A hippogriff. Sweet. Alright, so uh, Sumi is going to summon um, Tarkan. And his spirit is going to be a hippogriff. <laughs> Sick. Okay. First of all, is she summoning Tarkin? Yes, it's it's Tarkin Spirit. Okay. Um, does it come as a medium creature or a large? Medium, I think. So we obedia, uh, hippogriff. Are you mad because I'm not using his his real name? Correct. It's because I never heard of it's. Alaric or Alric? It's Alric Winterborn! Alric, but she knew him as Tarkan, so she calls him that's Tarkan. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, medium. Oh, small. <laughs> this is a small beast. Hello! It's me! That just seems Tarkin? lame. It does good damage. 
now I feel really offended you chose Tarkan Spirit for this. <laughs> Fine, I'll make you like a falcon. There you go, yeah, hunting falcon. A hunting falcon. <laughs> well, I'm not finding another thing because that kind of looks like a hunting falcon. Yeah, it's it looks great. I don't know what you found. Uh, a little okay. spectral hunting falcon appears floating beside Sumi. Was that your action? Yep. Would you like to move? You can't quite nope. see it. Nope. Like, you can see its head raising above the uh, the deck, but... Nope, I do not wish to move closer to it at all. But uh, okay. Tarkan gets to go at the end of my turn. <gasps> He's resurrected? Alright, go ahead. Uh, so, he can fly 60 feet. And... Sorry, can I... Can you show me with a ruler? My computer's running a little slow. Uh, yeah, one second. Alright. Oh, thank you. So, uh, he... Both of are blue. He can break up his movement, correct? Yes. Cool thing about when I make his soul fly... Uh, he doesn't get pack tactics, which was the cool thing that gave him advantage, but he gets flyby. He does not provoke opportunity attacks when he flies out of an enemy's reach. Sick. Nice. So he's just going to be like, rawr, rawr, rawr. And so then he'll multi-attack. First of all, it's more like a... Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> it's like really, it's really like deep. Like Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah. Kind of uh. like mustache is curling right now. Ooh, Never. crit. Never skip leg day. <laughs> One, so one attack is a 16, and the other is a crit. Uh, 16 does not hit. Yikes. That's not great news. And so you can go ahead and roll damage. That is 12 damage on the crit. Okay. And then you have 20 more feet of movement, and you can now control the token. All right. So 20 more feet to, like, there. Sounds good. And that's my turn. And it flies by and, like, rakes its talons along, like, dimpling the metal a little bit. Sweetie, you can get it one more square right. There you go. I moved it. Thanks. I was too busy writing Hawk Can and <laughs> uh, figuring out your hit points. Zinla's turn. You have mage armor cast. What does it look like? Um, so as it, um, she casts mage armor, and this shimmering bubble just kind of like appears around her, and then kind of seals around her skin tight form, kind of a thing. Sweet. As a bonus action, she is going to use her hound of ill omen, um, a shadowy. Da, uh, wolf hound uh, appears right in front of him. I'm going to summon it right there. Okay. So he thinks a... me knows your class. Yeah. <laughs> I need a dog token of some sort. Yeah, grabbing one now. Ooh, Patrick, you should cool. make him get tokens too. What's that? You should make Merrick get tokens too. Could you give me a what 60 happened? foot radius token? I got like there's, it's stuck on my screen. Can you see that, Jim? Yeah, I can see it. The like super big one? No, just the little doggy one that seems to have too many legs. Yeah, take a look over at my screen. 
Yeah, I've got like a super big one floating in the water that I can't get rid of and can't select. No, you it can't does see not it. show up on my screen. There's just okay. a regular sized uh, uh, shadow sorcerer creature. All right. So. And so the uh, the shadowy wolf appears in front of it. Go ahead. Uh, so his, uh, he'll need an initiative because it's different than mine. Ah, fancy. Uh, but then I am going to mind whip him. Oh, the, uh, creature. So he needs to make an intelligent saving throw, but at disadvantage because he's beside my hound. Fancy. Oh yeah, I rolled a two, so I got a five. Yeah, that's definitely going to hit. Okay, so go ahead. So it takes 11 psychic damage, and then uh, it can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn, and on its next turn, it can only get take a move, an action, or a bonus action. Only get one of the three. Okay. Whoa! Okay. Uh, you're all done? And uh, I roll initiative for your wolf. I'm going to move over this way a little bit, just a little more out of sight. Yeah, behind a couple of banisters, beside a bench. Um, you know, um, my wolf is at 20. 20? Okay. Okay, then it is the creature's turn. The strange mechanical automaton uh, sort of like turns and looks around and then it holds its um, its sphere. Yeah. Its sphere begins to vibrate and like uh, you, you can see in the picture how there's sort of like a center ball of energy and then there's these swirls of metal sort of like uh, creating the spherical shape. Those bits of metal begin to whir and like pulse outward and there's a hum building. Could I get everybody with everybody within 60 feet to make a wisdom saving throw as a sound wave shoots out from this orb. That is a 13. I don't think that's going to work. I will roll your saving throw as soon as I finish my Gilmore Girls chat with Sierra that we're currently having. So. I assume you got a 15 and Huck can got a 6. Uh, 19 for uh, Norestos. Norestos succeeds. And, sorry, how much was Sumi? 15. Uh, Sumi succeeds. If it's charmed, it can't charm me. It is not a charm. Um, however, 80% of the NPCs fail. Oh, no! The creature produces a strange tone, and every living creature that failed the saving throw falls unconscious. Okay, that's not the worst. That's not the that worst. That counts Zinla. 
Oh, that's not Sure good. does. Is mage armor concentration? Uh, no. No, eight hours. Okay. So, uh, Zinla is currently unconscious. And all of the people who are screaming and starting to sort of, like, back away, they just, a bunch of them just crumple to the ground. Is Tarkan okay? Uh, got a, how much? Well, he got a six, but can he go unconscious? He's a spell. Uh, it's not a living creature. It's a summoned construct. Sweet. Uh, that is its turn, which means it is now the pirates. Let's see if uh, the captain is one of the ones who was up. She better be so I can rub this in her face. Nope, she's passed out. Typical. Um, and look, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got seven more. Okay, uh, the one uh, pirate standing uh, that actually, it's the one that dropped the, the stones. Uh, he is awake. Uh, the other pirates have fallen asleep. Pirates standing. I ca- I said pirates. They're not pirates. Okay. <laughs> they are merchants. It's because I'm using pirate tokens on uh, roll twenty. Yep. Legitimate merchants. Gotcha. Absolutely legitimate Bullion. merchants of fortune. Bull- <laughs> uh the the ones who did not like the the people around who didn't fall <laughs> unconscious like just flip out and run so there's like 50 people here so like 5 people get away nice okay and then it is shadow wolf's turn alright the only thing he can do is run straight at his target which is that thing and attack so that's what he's gonna do That is Shadow. a 19 okay. to hit. <laughs> That'll hit. Perfect. You will take 9 piercing damage. 9. 9. And you, um, like, bite jaws, uh, clamp onto this metal leg and start scraping down. <laughs> Nerestos' turn. Uh, Nerestos is going to. Uh, not move, uh, or not direct his move in the air. Uh, no, he's actually going to use his action to shake uh, uh, Zinla awake. Ah, Zinla wakes uh, immediately. It's time for an epiglass! Let's get up! It's a big robot thing! Sorry, what robot? Oh, right, that robot. <laughs> What's a robot? <laughs> Sorry, what? What's a robot? Who said that word? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, that's your action. Any bonus action? Or continued move? Uh, I don't think... Uh, you know what? I'm gonna... So I moved five feet there. I'm just gonna... Scoot over. Scoot. Do a little scoot. Do a little scoot back. Scoot your boot. Uh, and I don't think... Uh... Does anyone... Did anyone get hurt? No, nobody has been hurt that you've seen. Okay. My only bonus action is healing. Um, 
just for funsies, I bonus action shillelagh. Shillelagh. And, and everyone sees uh, the staff like sort of writhe like snakes, and then uh, it sort of thickens at the at the head of it into a sort of a, a knotted ball, and then spikes shoot out. Bing, 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 bing. There's thorns grow out on it, and it's basically mm -hmm. like a big old club. Nice. And that's my turn. Cool. Uh, before we move on, quick clarification to Alex. Um, so on its turn, it could only take an action. Was that only the next turn? Because of the yeah, yeah, only that. The end of till the end of his last turn. So he's, next turn, he'll be able to act normally. Wunderbar. Thank you, Jen. What does Sumi do? What about his next legendary action? <laughs> uh, I have questions. Yeah. I know I can split a movement around an attack. Can I split an attack around a movement? Because I get two attacks per action. Then, yes. Excellent. Can I... Okay. Because, okay. Also, can I, if I, like, can I, like, do an attack, cast Zephyr Strike move, and then do my second attack? Zephyr Strike is a bonus action. Yes. Sweet. All right, so I am going to move on to the boat. This is a uh, fifteen feet to get up and over. And um, I'm... Nope, because you have to get to the gangplank. It's right here. Yeah, but you need to walk along the dock and then go. Yeah, I, I measured it. It was fifteen. Five, ten, fifteen, oh, twenty. Okay, I was yeah. doing diagonals. Yeah, um, if you wanted to do the diagonals, I would make acrobatic checks because. Falling into water. Do nah, six flips. <laughs> Do fine. six flips. Uh, and I'm going to attack the captain with an unarmed slap. That's not the captain. The captain's up here. <laughs> Just grab some crew member. Come on, captain, wake up. Fine, He's like, uh, uh, uh. That was 20, 25, 30, 35. So I can get to here. Okay. She's going to get a slap next. She's going to get a slap Zephyr next. <laughs> there is a person, um, like, lying on the on the uh, the stairs that you are climbing up. You could just, well, you'd have to use your action to wake them up. So Yeah, no, I just want to wake up the captain so she can see that this is her fault. Um, can I see it better from almost up the stairs? Uh, it is a large creature. Um, and so you can actually see, um, yeah, I'd say from there you can see it. I'm cool. going to give it cover, uh, plus two to its AC. Because you're basically only seeing, like, its head and shoulders. What about its knees? No, nor its toes. Well, then if I would have gone here, could I have seen all of it? Yes, for sure. If you go, then I'll go oh, that way, and next round I'll run up and slap her. Sounds good. Yeah, you go all the way to the port side of the boat. You can see the entire side of the of the creature. You attack twice. Yeah, I was thinking being taller was going to be helpful, but being taller and further back isn't helpful. I get that now. Okay. I understand how angles work, so I just got to read what Zephyr Strike does. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'll bring it um, up. Some housekeeping, it actually should have had advantage on its saving throw against Alex, Alex's ability and uh, Patrick's ability, so going forward, heads up, it's got good saves. Alright, well my first attack has advantage, and I get a 26. 
Well, that'll hit. I get an extra D8 on that because it's Zephyr Strike. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I don't. Uh, that's 13 damage for the first. Okay. Second shot is a 20. N- dirty 20. That'll hit, yeah. I'm, I'm watching. Uh, <laughs> that is 12 damage. Okay. And then Harkan will go by. Harkan. Baron Harkon. Ah, uh, Baron Harkon. So does the, again the flyby. Okay. I've got two attacks. Yeah, he gets a seven and a twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two will hit. And that is six damage. Okay. That's my turn. All right, then Zinla. Okay. I think I would like to uh, chaos bolt him. Okay. At a third level. Woohoo! Uh, that is an 18 to hit. That'll hit. Oh, thank goodness. So I'm going to make it... Oh, let's just go with the theme. I'm going to make it psychic damage with my 7. And gets 11... 19 damage. Nice. Solid hit. And then I'm going to spend 2 sorcery points to quicken a firebolt as well. Cool. Uh, Yes, Jen. Right now is the time you need to choose what kind of DM you want to be. Yeah, how's that? I didn't realize Zephyr Strike was also concentration. So my system is going to be you just take some of that damage off I did. But if you wanted to, you could say I lose uh, Hawkan. Yeah, Hawkan would be gone. <clears throat> we knew the answer to that, Jen. Dang it. Uh, that's a 23 to hit, so I feel like that one does. Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, sorry, so I was going by order of operations, but Sumi would know not to cast another concentration spell. Um, so we can take off the Zephyr Strike damage. You didn't take the extra movement anyways. I did. Thank you. 11 fire damage. Whew. That's a good I, firebolt. <laughs> I got a 10 and a 1. <laughs> That's a good firebolt. Mamma mia! Mamma mia! Mamma Maglione's firebolt. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Are you all done, Alex? Yes. I'm gonna move slightly behind, more behind this bench, but yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so the creature, uh, sort of like lowers its legs, turns around and then leaps into the air directly up and over, going 30 feet into the air and arcing towards Zinla and Narestos. What? But why, though? Oh! I, I got away with this real fast. 
Does your wolf get an attack of opportunity? Yes, it does. Yeah, it's this creature has a standing leap. Its long jump is up to 100 feet, and its high jump up to 30 without a running start. Holy crap. I really wish that wasn't true. <laughs> uh, dog just got a 16 to hit. That will unfortunately miss. AC is 17. At which point it will multi-attack. Ah, fuck. So, first attack into Tarkan. No, but why, though? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> What'd you say, Mary? <laughs> Tarkan's dead. You can't kill him anymore. Natural 20. What? No! Fuck off! He's trying to kill your yeah. old character through your new character. <laughs> He's gonna punch <laughs> through Narestos. You got overkill damage. To, to reach out Tarkan's beating heart. So, um... What happens is uh, it, like, leaps through the air with that really, like, mechanical spider-like movie uh, robot grace. Um, and then it lands, like, super fast. And then it swings its orb in its two hands towards you. And there's this, like, of, like, thundering sound that slams into you. You take... Zero damage. Twenty-four thunder damage. Nobody makes thunder me my own blood. And then it swings around and slams it into Zinla, getting a twenty-three to hit. Oh, oh yeah, dealing thirteen thunder damage. It completes its spin and slams again into Norestos. Oh god, I hate this. So rude. Party die. Uh, that'll be a twenty-two to hit. That will hit me. I really don't mind you having used so many sorcery points on it. <laughs> uh, that is nine thunder damage. My weak flesh. And that is the end of its turn. Uh, we now go to NPCs, and all the ones who were awake ran away, and all the other ones who were sleeping are still sleeping. So, wolf's turn. Alex, what does your wolf do? Oh, it's up to him. Uh, he's going to run straight at him. He's got 50 feet of movement, so he should be able to make it there. I and it's up to him what he does, and I'm like, but... <laughs> the wolf is just going to do what the wolf does. So. You know, he's an autom auto autonomous creature. Things. I can't, I can't take it for him. Apparently, just want to roll sixteen for him all night long. So that oh, doesn't. No. Oh, it's got flanking though. Oh, that is true. So advantage. Um, wait, are we using the flanking rules in this? No, that's just in Tolus. We're using oh, not regular. Something. We're using yeah, regular in this. Sorry, what was that, Alex? So no, nothing happens. <laughs> ah, okay. It's a no. I don't want to talk about it. Why are you keep coming back to me? It's a no from me, dog. Wolf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's doing, then. Pushes the, re the angry button. <laughs> all right. Then it is Norestos' turn. Uh. Hold person. <laughs> Does that uh, only affect humanoids? 
Yeah. Is this not humanoid? What's the save? Enough. <laughs> What's the DC? I'm going to it! Uh, it is a wisdom save, DC 15. Okay. This, it, this, ends, uh, this ends call lightning, by the way. It is a humanoid, but it got a dirty 20. Fuck house! That's a really good idea, though. It was. It uh, was. gonna happen anyway because all of my skin is hurt so i you turn into Ooh. not a tiny spider that would be stupid <laughs> let's see here I've added a gangplank there again because there totally should have been one. Haha. I turn into a big ass snake. Alright. Nagini. But like bigger. Uh I've only got Elk like and cool. Panther set up for you still. What? You had a big snake when I was fighting the spider. Yeah, but I didn't actually like name it and make it. Oh. I just found one. Oh no! I was scrolling, and then I pressed my push to talk, which is control, so then I completely zoomed into about 500%. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Okay, so you're turning into a large snake. A big ol' snake. It's actually a huge snake. A huge snake, so a 3x3. Three three. I even found it again, but now it's just taking a second to load. Here we go. Also, I've discovered that Sierra and I have very similar tastes in television shows. Ooh, that's a good snake. That's a big old snake. Yeah, big snake. Was he a bigger snake than the robot? Yes. That's a big snake. That's a big snake. You should just eat the ball and swallow it. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right, Sumi's turn. All right, Sumi's heading up the stairs, 25 feet to here. Yup. First attack is on the captain with an open palm. Yep, that'll work. I mean, it says in the thing you have to take an action to wake them up, but attacking them will do it. So go ahead. Uh, I figured. I figured an attack action. Sumi's just way more violent. The guy <laughs> gently shook Zinla awake, and I was like, it's time to wake up. Sumi's like, ah! 21 to hit. Yep. Uh, it's an automatic crit. One damage. <laughs> Two damage. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, the flat modifier isn't doubled, so nope. it is still just one, even though you critically slapped her. <laughs> and she, like, comes awake and, like, half draws her saber, and she says, what's it going on? This is why we don't just touch things we don't know what they do now help and uh she'll uh she'll say understood and she'll reach up and like pull herself up with you Ah, uh, yeah i'm i'm cool she's being cool we're cool it's cool all right and then i'm gonna longbow pew pew one one pew just one pew 
<laughs> Singular pew for a 24. That'll hit. Ah, I keep rolling ones on my damage. That's six damage. Six damage. And then, unfortunately, a Hawkan can't get close enough, so he'll go right there. I thought Hawkan was gone. No, Merrick made it so it wasn't gone, but I didn't do that damage. Oh, okay, cool. I thought about it, and then I was like, no, let's go back, because Sumi would know not to cast or change her concentration spell unless it was intentional. Yeah, Sumi's much smarter than Jen. Alright, my go. Done. Done. I'm done. Then it is Zinla's turn. Alrighty. So, for my bonus action, I'm going to Misty Step Away. That's a good call. Like, about there. <laughs> That's a good call. Um, and well, probably for um, Patrick, you'd notice that the wound that was just inflicted on Zinla didn't seem to bleed that much. Weird! How crazy! How crazy! <laughs> so I think I am going to do another third level chaos bolt. Okay, that is a critical hit. Woo! Woo! So for spells, does just everything get doubled? Uh, double all the dice, yeah. Perfect. I got double twos. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, big spender. So it's uh, definitely cold damage. Um, definitely cold oh, damage. I don't have another target to leap to, so I'm not. I'm just gonna not do that. There are three sleeping people right next to the guy. <laughs> I don't want to chaos bolt the innocent. <laughs> just blast a guy off the pier. <laughs> Uh, anyways, that is uh, nine cold damage. Nine cold damage. Uh, I like that nine tonight. Apparently, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it susceptible to cold damage? What's the word? It is not vulnerable to cold damage. That's the word. So this bolt of chaotic energy, like changing in uh, composition as it flies through the air slams into this creature and there's this like burst of cold um, like frost forming on it and it suddenly like uh, sharpens its stance and then it's always got two hands on this orb now that it's in combat mode and it brings it down to its uh uh to its waist where it's got like a whole bunch of um, metal bits showing and there is a sudden hoof of sound that goes out over the wharf and it disappears no and every unconscious person disappears with it what I'm really glad you woke me up. <laughs> oh, I'm if you so could happy. see a snake, do a thumbs up. Like a tail comes <laughs> out. Tail. Yeah. Oh, this captain owes me such a thank you. But like, it's not invisible. Like, we're still gonna try to fight it. Um. Anybody want to make me an Arcana check? I will. I'm dumb. One. I'll try. <laughs> I also, I'm also on the same. I'm not trained. So can I do it untrained? 13. Sure, you can do it untrained. 13 from you, Alex. Uh, 16 for Sumi. 
Okay. Uh, it definitely didn't look like an invisibility to either of you. Um, it looked like it teleported away. Um, but you don't know how or what its range might be. It was a teleport unlike any you have seen before. Well, I don't like that at all. <laughs> and suddenly you're just in this incredibly empty dock. Like, can we estimate how many people went with it? Like, vanished? Yeah, about 45. Holy fuck! Sumi's and they were, gonna... like, rich-ass people too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were. Sumi's just gonna, like, do that thing when you're just over it, and she's just gonna, like, sit down on the deck in a huff and, like, lie on her back and just start rubbing her eyes. Thumping her feet on the ground, her heels. No, she's not having a tantrum, but she's having an adult tantrum. A huge snake slithers over to Zinla. Somewhat, like, uh, Restos? Snaps back to Restos. Yeah, what's up? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, real real quick, just in the silence, you just hear, Shiza! <laughs> As the captain looks around and sees everybody is gone. Yeah, I just Ooh. saved her life. Um, That's new. That's something you've ever experienced before. No, I can't say that it is. I give the shadow puppy one last little rub before I dissipate him. I got a quick question, though. Question away. Um, well, it looks like, uh, you're hurt there, sort of. I look down to the, like, scraper and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah, except, like, when normal people take damage, like, blood comes out of them. Me and Blood have never really had a very great relationship, and so it just tends to not be around. Alright. <laughs> That's all she gives you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't like cheese, so tend to avoid that. But, like, you're alive, right? I think so, mostly. Okay, mostly alive is pretty good. I don't know, I've been like this ever since I can remember. It's just a weird knack of my heritage, I guess. Fair enough. I mean, who might who might to judge? I was a snake about five seconds ago, so... You know, that is very we're true. all weird, right? Uh, what the fuck was that thing, though? <laughs> I can't say that I know it's not something that I witnessed when I was on my journey with them. I had seen the crate, but I didn't assume that it was anything like that. It didn't make any noise on the way over. It was very strange. And uh, it's weird that it was just like hanging out. The captain up above kind of like leans onto the um onto the deck railing. And, like, you can see she's white-knuckling it. 
uh, but her back is like super straight. Um, Sumi's gonna get up. She's gonna hug her. Does she let me hug her? He seems a little bit uncomfortable with it. Yeah, it's a real awkward side hug she's where she's like all stiff. And I'm gonna like give her that awkward just coming from the side and I don't really want to hug her either. She puts her arm around you and there's a moment of camaraderie and then she turns like on a heel and she says, thank you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry I was grouchy there. You couldn't have known. Um, I will suggest that perhaps you get all the items you can back and send them back to where they came. But this is not from, this is not my problem anymore. I wish you luck. All the best, and I leave. And I I walk away. Uh, one sec. As Zinla turn, like, is looking at Norestos, he's holding his arms out like Hey, I'll get mine. <gasps> Why is this on there? We're supposed to do a hug, I think. Oh. I was she like, Merrick, like, I was so happy Vincent wasn't here. If you were like, no, he was actually it's here the, the whole time. the most awkward hug. Like, Yeah, no, that was an accident. <laughs> um, And so as you're sort of like walking down the, um, the ladder to the deck, uh, the stairs, um, she says, thank you. If you're ever looking for passage or, or work, the truant would be a home to you. Thank you, Captain. I am in your debt. Um, going to be tough to crew, though. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking, I was like, well, I know. Like, Sumi knows that Vincent's looking for a new ship, but she doesn't know if she's going to suggest this one because this one's full of dangerous items that, you know, might be bad. He's Zemnian, though, isn't he? No, he's not Zemnian. He's Rassian. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's from Jorhas. He is a drow. Right. She's not a drow. She's a tiefling. She is a tiefling, yes. All right, and then I'll walk up to uh, Zinla and Arrestos. Are they still awkwardly hugging? Yep. Yeah, it takes an awkward amount of time. Like, both are unsure of when to end a hug. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, we neither of us have really hugged before, so we're just, like, locked Sumi, in place. Sumi will pat Arrestos on the shoulder and be like, I think that's good. Oh, great. Uh... That was weird. I didn't like that. And as you... Zinla just kind of like brushes herself. As you're walking sort of like through this wharf area, you can see uh, there are a number of crates, a number of displays out, various strange bits of metal and non-metal and um, just odd items. Merrick, don't do this to us. I mean, can I, what? Can I? Oh, you son of a bitch. That's I will not good. pick up an item. Can I make a perception check to look over them 
and see what might attract Nerestos's in, in, in particular interests. Sure. So um, the ones that are sort of out uh, appear to be all small sort of uh, trinkets. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the covered market off to the sort of northeast over there, um, it looks as if there are a number of larger items on display. Yeah, he's going to look at those. Yeah, Simi will take a peek as she's walking out. Because I literally can't stop myself from looking at the the question mark materials. Because Merrick knows this. He's an evil man. Generally. Uh, so, Jen, where you're going right there, that is a warehouse. But over in this top right area, there's like... Uh. Yeah, there's a couple of open stalls. There's some nice tables. Like, there's some bins with fresh fruit. Uh, there's some, like, iced drinks behind the counter. Uh, and then there's a couple of tables with various items sort of put out. Let me get which I am looks the coolest to sue me. You want to roll percentiles? Yeah, I do. My previous character, Alex. Uh, literally bedecked himself in these hideous monstrosity items. I was wearing some... uh, Let me find the names for them. They were horrifying names. 26. You had Flesh of Steel or something. Yep. Skin of Steel. The Spine of Impact and the Skin of Steel. The Spine of Impact was fused to my back, and when they pulled it off, I died! Perfect. We brought him back. They pulled it off because I wanted a cool new sword. <laughs> you wanted a cool new sword, so you killed yourself. Perfect. Well, so what it was, I had to have them removed from me because it was like a spine implant. It was like a centipede that clung to my spine, and I couldn't attune to a new item, but I wanted a new magic sword. And so I was like, whatever, just pull it off. It's fine. And they ripped it off, knowing nothing about healing or anything. And it uh, it killed me. <laughs> Instantly. So, uh, Jen, Sumi finds um, a small tube with kind of like a plunger on one end. And as she sort of presses it just a little bit, uh, there's like on the opposite end, uh, kind of like a a rounded membrane mesh that beads a couple of little droplets of liquid. I dare you to taste it. Don't actually do that. That's foolish. Don't do that. Does it look tasteable? Like you're supposed to lick it? You obviously test it on the back of your hand first. Yeah, it looks slightly oily, but it does look like it's soluble in in drinks or food. That's a weird sentence to use. I like it. You like it? Okay. Roll me percentiles. A hundred. I got a hundred. She got a hundred. Um, Am I dead? <laughs> roll me a d6. Isn't it cool how Sumi's dead for five years? Is this a good d6 or bad d6? A three. So you lick it and you turn and Nerestos and Zinla see her pupils just wah, very much dilate and then uh, Sumi looks at Zinla and for a moment is just uncontrollably 
attracted to Zinwa. <laughs> you feel the deepest connection that you've ever felt with a person. <laughs> you love potions yourself. But then the feeling fades pretty quickly and you get the sense that there is one dose of this and you got just a taste of this love poison. Um, How quickly does it fade? Sorry, what was that, Jen? How quickly does it fade? Uh, Pretty quickly for you because it was just a little tester. Um, What this actually does is... um, a creature who eats it must make a wisdom saving throw or they become emotionally poisoned. This one is love, which means that they are much easier to interact with. All charisma persuasion checks to influence the target have advantage and temporary attachment is quite likely. So like six seconds? Uh, it lasts for one hour. Yours goes off in a couple of seconds, yeah. Yeah, so Sumi will immediately like drop it and start trying to strip off her clothes while stepping towards <laughs> in love, but won't quite get all the way there before she snaps out of it and goes, Oh. I want to mention, well, you're, I was... <laughs> you're not I in many clothes. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. No time. Your mug's open. <laughs> okay, maybe there's some boobies. A little boobies never hurt anyone. It's fine. Gets the top off and is about to drop the... Yeah, exactly. Top's off. Uh, I don't know what's happening, but I'm on... Oh, no. Okay, we're stopping. Okay, that's fine. Normal. Yeah, of course. Zuma's just shocked face with, like, as red as she can actually get, which is not very red. Which is none. (laughs) It's zero. (laughs) Uh, Don't lick the items. Pro tip. And I start putting my shirt Okay. Are those the items? Oh, she should choose such a dirty look. Hey, you pulled it back up. Oh, the hood probably never came off. (laughs) (laughs) She's just wearing a hood and nude. Seems legit. Does anybody else look? Yep. Yep. (laughs) We're treasure goblins. We can't help ourselves. There are three more items of interest on this table. So, uh, Alex, why don't you go ahead and roll percentiles? Just because they're the guest? Ridiculous. Ridiculous? Reticulating python. <laughs> reticulated squirrel? <laughs> You're so reticulated! 73. Alright, let's see what a 73 gets, yeah? You also get a love poison. <laughs> 73, oh. Okay, that's weird. I love that reaction. That's yeah, so it's great. not good when the DM says, oh. Okay. Um, you know, when a DM just specifically describes something as weird, I mean, we all know what goes on side of their heads. Yeah, and this is Merrick. I've been in so many of his games. Okay, don't worry, don't worry. It's not going to be that weird. I was looking at the wrong table. Okay, I looked at the same wrong table again and gave myself a little heart attack. I just want to point out that reticulated python is a thing. I'm not insane. No, um, I was editing an episode today and you said reticulated squirrel. That was a Simpsons reference. Yeah. 
All right, seventy-three. Aren't you? And it blows a dandelion in her face. It's you only move twice. My favorite episode of The Simpsons. Oh, is it the one with uh, awesome guy with the flamethrower? Yep. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yep. You know, if I hadn't slept with the captain, would this just have been our ship? Yes. <laughs> I mean, she only has her. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a strange device about the size of two fists. Uh, it is a Sultan. square. It, it's a cube, and uh, it's just sort of like the the frame of the cube is solid, and then it looks like the the faces of the cube are probably solid, but they have sort of a um, an elasticity to them. And you can see sort of into it, into an inside that looks uh, kind of like fiberglassy, like a whole bunch of uh, filaments in it. Spoken as a man who's never rubbed fiberglass. Yeah, don't touch it. I hate fiberglass. Uh, so you can go ahead and make an intelligence check to attempt to identify it. It is not an arcana check. Um because these are not magic and it's not a detect magic or not detect identify it. I got a 17. Okay. Yeah. That's more than enough. Um, with a couple of seconds of fiddling, uh, you get the sense that when you activate this, an invisible field of influence fills a 60 foot radius sphere centered on the vi- the, the device for some reason, two rounds after activation. The field lasts for one minute. It affects the minds of thinking beings within the field, preventing them from taking hostile actions. The effect lasts as long as they remain in the field and for 1d6 rounds after, although a DC 13 wisdom saving throw is allowed each round to act normally, both in the field and after leaving it. It is called a subdual field. Well, two rounds of after activation means I can drop it and then run the hell away. That is exactly what I thought, Alex. You could slide that into a room of people who are pissed at you and then haul ass and they'd be like... Or just fireball them while they can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you prevented from taking hostile action. <laughs> Patrick, you want to roll for uh, the second? Eternally. Percentiles? There, there's uh, two more. This percentiles, is though, right? Third. Yes, it is percentiles. I got a 64. Okay, a 64. Okay, okay. You die. Yep, you immediately die. You touch it, you're dead. Make a new character. I would instantly, but... Was this the book you wouldn't let me see? You walking? Was this the book you had behind your back? I had two books hidden behind my back because I did that twice, and this was not that book. This book... It's two extra books. Nice. This book stays in my office all the time because I reference it quite often. Uh, The Technology Compendium, 
uh, from Numenera was one of the ones that I brought, and then there's another one that is... Of course it was. Can you control your husband's spending? Because when he purchases things, it kills us. <laughs> I can't, because now he gets them for free. That's true. He just asks, and people send him stuff, and it kills us, which is horrifying. I mean, but it's also maybe going to give you cyberpunk vampires. Yeah, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> um, okay, so you find a glowing metal ring. Ooh. I eat you it. Want to make an intelligence check? Don't eat the sure. ring. A Eight. little blue hedgehog runs by behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I strike him with call lightning. Uh, <laughs> a dirty. You would change your concentration. I call lightning again. I have many spell slots. Um, okay. The glowing metal ring is a force cube projector. So after fiddling with it for a little while, you discover that it produces a short-lived force field. When activated, it creates a cube of solid force 30 feet on a side, quarter-inch thick, centered on you, lasting an hour. It conforms to the space available. If the cube cuts through a creature's space when it appears, the creature is pushed to one side of the cube. Your choice. Nothing can physically pass through the cube. It is immune to all damage and can't be dispelled. A disintegrate spell destroys it instantly. The cube also extends into the ethereal plane, blocking ethereal travel. So it's a what kind of cube? Force cube projector. Is it like used once and it's gone? Yeah, these are all ciphers. Um, after he makes the cube and it traps him inside and traps everything outside. I didn't activate it. I'm just saying, can he get out of it or does he just die in there forever? Uh, it lasts for one hour. Okay. Just die in it. <laughs> I don't know. This is my life now. Some of these Whatever. things are real lame, like the movable table. The okay. movable workbench is pretty It's cool. a workbench that you can apply to anywhere. It's immovable. super good. It's supposed to be immovable, but it's not. All right. Uh, Jen, do you want to uh, take I do. Is that okay, one? everyone? Can I have a last one? 100%. Sumi's feeling really embarrassed, so she's going to pick up another thing. Uh, 27. Did she put her clothes back on? She yes, did. Said she that. said that. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Um... So besides your, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you another roll. It was another poison of emotion. So go ahead and roll another <laughs> one. I thought it might have been. I was like, it's one she off. Taste it again. Uh... Let's pick up another vial. Three. <laughs> I got a three. Oh. I hate a it's thing. It's an interesting name. It makes Merrick say things like that. Okay. Here we are. It is a large sort of like um, haversack like metal device with a connected tube uh, with a metal mouth at one end. It's like a bag with a straw. It's kind of like a proton pack. What's a proton pack? From Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, do you want to make an intelligence check to see if you can figure out what it is? Or would you like to put it on and activate it? Uh, 13. 
<laughs> uh, one sec. You shoot it into the sky and explode the world. I yell, ah. Uh... You accidentally set it to reverse and the green gloopy ghost shoots out. <laughs> shoots so, out of Zinla. <laughs> when oh. identifying um, Arcana of the Ancient Devices, it is a DC 10 intelligence Arcana check with halved proficiency. So I had that actually slightly wrong. You do get half of your proficiency um, for Arcana. Um DC 10 for ciphers and oddities and a 15 for relics and iron flesh. Uh, this process takes one to 10 minutes. You may retry, but all additional checks have disadvantage. Uh, so Jen, you succeeded. This is a matter evaporator. <laughs> what? I see where the name tripped you for a second. Yeah. Uh, so you can activate it and the mouth of the uh, tube sprays a thick bubbling fluid that dissolves and erases a large or smaller object within five feet that has an object AC of 21 or less. Bigger targets lose a 10-foot cube portion of the substance. A creature targeted by this cipher must succeed on a DC 17 dexterity saving throw or take 10d6 plus 40 acid damage. Plus 40? Oh. <laughs> Holy God. shit! So, so did you say large or less? You said ten foot squared, cubed. Uh, so if it is, um, if it, uh, if the target is an object and is larger than you know a large object, then a ten foot cube portion is removed instead. Uh, but yeah, this you know on average does like seventy acid damage. That is great. Plus, also like super cool. Uh, not as like an attacker for like utility. If it's like, ah, oh, I need to get rid of this wall. Yep. How many shots does it get? One. Fair. These are all ciphers. The one like super powered relic uh, was the creature. I was gonna say that jumped away. <laughs> um. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um. It's just killing people in Guardan. And, and also sort of throughout, you see a number of those small uh, blackish stones with a little bit of green striations in them. They're just like on the tables. It looks like people were taking them as souvenirs or buying them. There seem to be uh, a number of them. I Can I try and identify fires one? Soon. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick, go again. Can I try and identify one? Uh Sure. Arcana? An intelligence check with half of your proficiency bonus. Cool. If Um, you are proficient in Arcana. If I'm proficient, I get half my proficiency? Yes. If you are proficient in Arcana, you only get half of your proficiency bonus until you're trained to understand this technology. An 11. An 11. That is enough. So, this stone seems to hold within it some sort of energy that doesn't feel like any of the standard uh, magical evocation energies that you're familiar with. Doesn't seem like divine. Doesn't seem like anything. Um, Make me a history check, too. Good, I'm super smart. Yeah, I know. 16? A 16. 
you've heard of uh, energy stored in small, div- um, small like chunks of stone before, but you've always heard of it before as sort of bluish or green, clear type crystal um, residuum. It gives you that sort of sense, but it's wrong. It's not quite residuum. However, what you are able to figure out with your original check is that you can activate it and this energy will give some sort of chaotic result. How many stones are there? Um, immediately around you, eight. I take eight of them. Okay. They are not ciphers, so they do not interact with ciphers and a cipher limit. They are something else. They are fire them into the bag of holding. <laughs> and I look around like you put them in the bag of holding. Yes. Why? I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about Cut to, to a sky view of Alexandria, and Portobello <laughs> just goes. Oh, I'm just kidding. a crater that fills with water. So we accidentally changed the face of the planet. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Corey and Amanda. Uh, your characters are dead. Uh, what happened? We nuked the city. Whoopsie doodle. Because Patrick got greedy again. We didn't know about magical interactions, and we did a thing, and... <laughs> I... I poked a thing, and the city blew up. And so uh, we're over in Marquette. Uh, so, is there anything that anybody wants to ask of uh, Captain Ardley, or do you head back to the Exalted Collection Auction House before the Zelezels show up? We fuck off out of here. That sounds great. I think we should go report to Lord Gabriel what happened. Of course, yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should also take side streets, which are faster. Yeah, that seems uh, legit. Are there, like, guards coming? Like, has anyone noticed this? Yeah, there's a lezo. Not so much yet. Because a lot of disappeared. people disappeared. Yeah. But some people ran screaming, so, like, we don't have to tell the Zalezo. That whole fight took, like, 30 seconds. Not even. But some people did run screaming. Yes, some did. So I don't have to worry about telling the Zalazo because I don't want to. I think nope. five people ran away. Five Good. people ran away. Basically, we saved their lives. <laughs> yeah, it was because 10%. 20? The point 20%, is... 20%. Okay. We no, wait. rapidly so, walk away. Okay. Like Okay, so not 45 people. 25 people disappeared. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, that's not that bad at all. Who gives a shit about 25 people? 25 really rich people. See? They're probably all dicks. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you head away. Um, Why don't you make me stealth checks or deception checks to avoid looking suspicious or avoid being seen? As as if, we're heading through, if we're heading through the streets, I cast past, or through the alleys, I cast past without trace. Beautiful. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Everybody can make stealth checks with the plus 10 bonus from Pass Without Trace. That gives me a 24. 32.
34. Oh, yeah. You're easily able to evade all um, eyes of the law, and you head back to the Exalted Collection Auction House to report in. Ugh. This is going to be a fun conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Sumi doesn't report in. She goes to her room. She has a trance. She's over it. Restos finds a barrel to climb in and pull the lid down on top of himself. (laughs) Poke out the legs when it's time to go somewhere. (laughs) Well, thank you. I guess Zinla's responsible. (laughs) (laughs) Zinla's like, well, it's, I guess we have to, hey, hey." (laughs) there's a barrel, like, slightly rocking, like, ten feet away. Alex, thank you so much for coming and being our guest player tonight. Thank you very much, Alex. No worries. It was fun. It was great. And everybody can level up to eight. (laughs) Okay, everyone. So here's the thing. I can turn into a bird now. We fly back (laughs) to the swamp. Okay, here's the plan. Sumi, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, Merrick, fucking finally, here we go, baby. Alex, for the last, like, three weeks, I've been crafting a plan to release two previously held captive characters from a base, and I have, like, contingencies. It's all I've been thinking about. I've been planning out spell usage, who has what spells available to them. It's gonna work. Here, uh... No, it's not. I've met Merrick before, so it's not going to work. <laughs> so, let me show you. So fucking This was their friend Shell. And... Our musical turtle. This was Shell's brother, Ortello. Okay. Unfortunately... Then there's a new picture. Let's see, that's going to be under... Is there a Nightmares tab? Here we go. They went to the Elemental Plane of Fire. They faced a fire giantess known as Tyrant Queen, the Tyrant Queen. Um, And in her fell fire forge, a number of party members nearly died. One did. And a number of days later... Uh, the party encountered two fiery blooded turtles that so seem you, to be dominated or ensorcelled. Very carefully at uh, Ortello on the right hand there, he's wielding two long swords, suspiciously like a fallen fighter's long swords. That one there that's glowing blue, uh, that's the one I died for. Uh, so he took your swords and came to try and kill you again. Well, he was just chilling. They were at like a base, and we saw them. I investigated as a speeder. I turned into one. Speeder. And I, I climbed into their base, which, by the way, is part of the plan. <laughs> It involves some stealth and then some incredible lack of stealth. All Eric, right. I've been planning out carrying capacity, uh, 
like speed variants, which can be adjusted by spells. <laughs> That's why I need a huge bird. So this wraps up seven episodes, two prologues, and one bonus episode. So I'm going to call this the end of a new story arc. And what I had named the Conflagration War is going to be something more like the retreat southward. Wow, that's... I mean, (laughs) we did fuck off pretty hard. Yeah, so this will be the end of an arc and going into level 8 and figuring out where you're going next. Brand new story arc. Very excited. Very glad. My dex is 20 now. Nice! My charisma is 20, but I probably won't get to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you will. Come back a bunch. I will come back whenever I'm asked. Okay, when we play next. Keep that in mind, right? Yeah. (laughs) Could always use a sorceress vampire? Yeah, we gotta figure out this blood thing. (laughs) Question mark? I'm actually just a half elf, but it's just, it's honestly just my sorcerer's origin. I'm a shadow sorcerer. Oh, just super weird. Yep, they're just kind of weird. Yeah, uh, no, that's never come up before. No one's played a shadow sorcerer who is super weird and creepy. And ate a lot of heads. I ate a lot of heads. Not I, something I'm planning on doing, but interesting. I played a creepy, like, underground, pale white, uh, oh, what's their race? Yuan-Ti. Yeah, like the snake people. Uh, shadow sorcerer who had a huge affinity for people's heads. It was both a an honor to eat someone's head and also a huge disgrace. And I mean, you also stole that drow priestess's dress, and so you're wearing a drow. First of all, I stole her dress and her headdress. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stole a lot of her clothes. Yeah. I was, was playing a furball. Very really. weird. He had like seven S's in his name. Everyone just called him Snacks. Snacks. <laughs> I'm sure he was a snack. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for the game. Good night. See you. you tomorrow. Yeah. To die in the frigid north. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyHammerK and on Instagram at SkyHammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Uh, side note, very unrelated, but I had a horrible dream that Amanda snapped my left leg at the knee backwards. By accident, she like fell on it, but it bent my knee for like flipped up. Sierra, if you can hear me, answer me. Just filing by yourself? Sierra could not hear me. I was try- Sierra casually looked over here, and I was like, Notice me so I should wait! That. And then she turned away and then just never looked back. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll just wave incessantly. She says hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I get is a hi? That's fine. I just threw my arms out. That's fine. Rickards is so good.
Yeah, it is pretty much the only like mainstream beer that I'll drink. Yep. <laughs> if it's in a, if it's on tap at a bar, it's what I get every time. Without a doubt. Sierra corrected me. Guinness is also a mainstream-ish beer. That that's fair. Guinness drink. is very good. Didn't used to like it. Really love it. Although I was drinking uh, Dino Sours. That sounds amazing. They are so stupidly good. It's insane. I don't know if you like sours. Uh, I do, yeah. But I literally bought it because it was called Dino Sours, and I was like, I have to try that. It's a fairly sweet sour, but it's delicious and, like, fruity. It's so good. It's, like, a summer exclusive, I think. But... As soon as there's a liquor store right by my work, and the guy there is super chill and uh, knows my liquor tastes now, he, he's just like, hey, I got something I think you might like. Uh, and I always do. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, hey, I'm bringing, in, uh, I'm bringing back Dino Sours. And I was like, awesome, that's great. Let me know when they're in. Uh, and I went in again, and he was like, uh, I went, like, looked on the, in, the, in the beer cooler, and they weren't there. And I was like, ah, he probably just hasn't got them in yet. Oh, well. And uh, as I was like paying with one of his uh, with one of his uh, employees, uh, he was like, "Oh man, I got dinosaurs. I just didn't have space to put them in the fridge. Do you want some?" And I was like, "Yes, I do. Thank you so much." Just put that right on top. That'd be great. Yeah, I was like, "I was already getting two other four packs, but throw that on there." I would go really hardcore on a chai stout. It was really good. Because, like, a chai anything, really, is... That's a solid flavor profile for me. Yes, I quite enjoy spiced things myself. Yep. You can literally just add spiced in front of a basically anything, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll get that based on that. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Per yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't care. Have you had it? I don't care. Just put that, so I'll take it. It's obviously going to be good. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever been disappointed by a spiced version of anything. So. It's true. There's not. I'm super picky when it comes to flavors. Uh, like, just based on it alone. I'm just like, ah, it's just described and I hate it. But you call it a spiced version of that thing, and I'll probably give you money. I wonder if spiced beets would actually be okay for me. <laughs> There is actually a, a a sour beer uh, that's at that that liquor store I was mentioning that is beets like flavored, and he keeps getting me to try to buy it because he's like, no, it's like a really good sour, and I was like, yeah, but it's beets, and that's get out of my life with that. <laughs> I was, I'll trust you on a lot of things. I'm not trusting you on that. There is a line that I will not cross, <laughs> and that you found it, sir. And that is and it's got like a alcohol. Picture. It's got, like, a, a picture of, like, a beat with, like, sunglasses. And I was like, ah, you're not cool, and I hate it's you. trying to make it look rad, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, a, did you ever see those uh, cool spot games that was just the red dot with the sunglasses? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it's cool. Obviously, it's wearing sunglasses, therefore. I mean, cool spot how now. can you argue you can't. You can't, really. It's got awesome sunglasses. Sunglasses equal cool. It does. It's true. Equal cool? 
Sunglasses. <laughs> I like that we just both said this is a word sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses. That's all you need to know. Sunglasses. It makes you cool. That's all we were talking about, basically. <laughs> yeah. And Works then we also me. like a lot of the same types of beer. Yes. We are similar beer snobs. Yep. Just quickly before we start, I didn't tell you guys this. I didn't tell you all this story um, that when Patrick was giving the recap of what happened last game, I went up to tell Violet it was bedtime. And I did it doing like a little dance, being like, it's bedtime. Yeah, because bedtime's awesome. It's very, it's very exciting. And she kind of went like, okay. And I kept doing my little song and being all happy. And she's like, I said okay. <laughs> Which immediately stopped my dance and song. And I went, oh, okay, have a good sleep. Look, mother, I've said it's all right. This charade can end now. She's just, just eight going on fifteen. What you have to describe it as is, you know that feeling when you're unconscious and it's amazing? That! Go do that! He doesn't believe it's in so, that. It's so good! And I hate sleep as a, an awake person. Yes. I fight it to every stretch. Of, I sleep so little, but I love sleeping. I love sleeping. I just wish it was something we didn't have to do. I wish that I, yeah, like it was a, like a, you could choose to do it. Yeah. If you had some time. If we could just like choose to sleep and like lucid dream, right, for as long as we're asleep, that would be like perfect. Just escape yeah. for a few hours into my crazy drug-fueled dreams, like. That'd be cool. I've done that a few times. Not drug-fueled, but I've definitely had dreams where I've realized that it was a, a, a not a real space and focused it. And I was like, this is way more rad than reality. Then my alarm went off and I was like, ah, I see. Back to what? real world time. Merrick, what night was that that we played a game with Patrick and then went and, and, and smoked the weed? Um, Wasn't that Boxing Day? Hot Boxing no, Day? No, no, no. Just day. recently. I'm sorry. You were smoking like marijuana at a time After that we were both not? Yeah. Is that like last week? Yep. Yeah. I can't remember what game it was, but we finished the game off at like 1030. I think it was last Saturday Okay, let's backtrack. Maybe two Saturdays ago. Because you guys have been smoking weed. Yes. Did you smoke weed or did you smoke weed? No, we smoked weed. I like like smoking it better than I like eating it. It was after playing Stormlight also with Alex. But did you inhale is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Okay, just, just checking. But it was at like a ten thirty, and I thought this is a great idea. Um, and then we went to bed at like I don't know eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and I was lying in bed like I can't sleep. This is great. <laughs> See, it actually helps me sleep. Although I, I do make sure that I've got all the different kinds on hand so that I use the sleepy time one at the sleepy time. <laughs> I did not use sleepy time ones, and I did more than I I you I I have before. So probably too much about half half a half a one is good for me and i did a little bit more i got cake yeah you do soon 
I was seeing that very sneaky forkful. That is crazy that your That's wound didn't bleed. So weird. That's so um, crazy. Do you have like a bunch of friends you live with and they're all wacky too? No, but I do now. <laughs> you have crazy parties and just crazy parties. The random torture dozen dungeon in the basement. Can we play that again? Like not, <laughs> yeah, not recorded? That was stupid want, amounts of fun. I want to do a road trip so bad. I loved that game. Craig Campbell, great. if you're listening, we all love low stakes. You can't see that. I did a thumbs up. But, you know. 